We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What's up, Packers fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Draft, brought to you by Badger State Brewing in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Today, we're going to take our first look at a safety prospect. We've had a number of discussions about Green Bay needing to shore up the back end and kind of the different ways that new defensive coordinator Jeff Halfley would use his safeties as opposed to kind of how Joe Barry did it, and frankly, how Brian Gutekunst kind of acquired players, you know, with with multiple skill sets. You can be a little bit more specific if you know you're going to play a ton of cover one and a cover three with uh, the kind of players that you get. They're sort of a, a center fielder, right, and an enforcer. And it's tougher to be an enforcer, and I wrote about this at, at Pack Report. It's tougher to be an enforcer nowadays just because uh, the rules and the way that um, receivers are protected, tight ends are protected, and, and, and you know, the Cam Chancellor uh, knock you out cold is is not necessarily as much of a part of the, the game as it used to be. Not saying that's a bad thing, but just, you know, knocking somebody's head off from strong safety position is maybe not what it once was as far as like a, a box to check when you're kind of evaluating this guy. Um, Tyler Newman, safety out of Minnesota, a guy who probably had a chance to be a, a top 100 pick last year, went back to school. And now I think he's going to be a top 50 pick. That's, that's my opinion on Tyler. Um, but very, very interested to see his athletic testing. And that's based on stuff I've seen on film, not just because, you know, he's an unknown prospect. He's not an unknown prospect. Um, he's a good player and somebody that, you know, has been 
in people's, you know, top 50s, top 60s for this class during the whole thing. This is not a burst onto the scene type player. Um, Tyler Newbin was, you know, largely regarded as one of the best two or three safeties in this class when I started looking at this class. So Tyler Newbin is definitely a player that has been on the radar. Uh, the first thing that jumps out to me is he is a sound tackler, man, especially the last two years. Um, 2021 to be, you know, three seasons or two, you know, two full seasons, you know, before this, um, 13 missed tackles. That number was six this year. He missed six tackles, still playing basically every down, 768 snaps for the Gophers this year. Um, Newbin was hard to pull off the field. And again, a tackling machine made plenty of tackles, didn't miss tackles. So that, that, that to me was impressive after I thought kind of a shaky, um, I don't even know how to qualify these. I would say sophomore season. That's why I was kind of fumbling with my words just because COVID has screwed up the designations of what these players even are. Um, but again, you know, very impressive tackling and getting guys on the ground, um, that's something that I, I think, you know, Packers fans, after what they've seen from these safeties coming down in the alley, uh, playing that that Joe Barry style and whiffing. And, 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 you know, Darnell Savage is certainly the poster child for that, but he's not the only one with that problem. I hope people understand that. Um, you know, I, I, I really was impressed with with Newbin's ability to be consistent and, uh, you know, not not necessarily like lunging at guys like I I'm I'm impressed with the way that he takes angles the way that he secures tackles the way he tackles with his head up the way he gets guys on the ground Tyler Newman excellent tackler especially the last 2 years the ball production is super real and you know I know especially when we talk defensive backs this isn't about box score scouting but that's something that just jumps off to me um 13 college interceptions that's real understanding of the game of football an additional uh 13 pass breakups so 26 times you know he got his hands on the ball in college that is real real ball production two forced fumbles as well. Um, you know, you see Antoine Winfield Jr., who also went to Minnesota. I don't know about that. Um, better size, a lot better size than, than Antoine Winfield Jr., but um, maybe not the instincts that that you, you have when Antoine Winfield Sr. is your dad. Newbin, though, very instinctual, very excellent, um, actually playing the football, which is something that the Packers don't have. That's, you know, we'll get to that when we talk Packers fit, but um, playmaking is something that Newbin did, and it's, it's not something that Green Bay had in their arsenal this last year. It, it, it just really isn't. Okay, um, next thing. Last three years of passer rating against. So when a quarterback throws into his coverage, what's their passer rating? I think I mentioned in one of the tweet about tweets about Jeff Halfley, you know, the average uh, passer rating last year in the NFL was 89.0. That was average, league average. Well, for the last three seasons, if you're throwing at Newbin, your, your passer rating has been 39.6. 41.3 and 21.5. Uh, that is obviously well, well, well below 89.0. And, and of course, you know, you translate that to NFL talent, NFL receivers, all that. But um, it was a no fly zone. I mean, he just doesn't get beat. And and that is, uh, you know, kind of the definition of playing safety. He's not getting beat. Uh, he was, as I mentioned, productive with the ball, but it's it's not like he's a gambler. Uh, he's, he's not. Um it's just so rock solid. Reminds me a little bit of Adrian Amos. I'd be interested to see how they match up athletically, but just always in the right place, man. And, and that is something um, that, that the Packers could use from one of their two safety spots. That's for sure. Versatile player, 198 snaps in the box, 84 snaps as a slot corner last year, and 469 snaps as that deep safety. That's where I think he could fit in with the Packers is that deep safety pending 
you know, there's some bars for me at least that he needs to clear athletically to really trust him as a cover one safety. That's a premium, premium position. Um, really only the greats, you know, are effective at it. And if you have a bad one, it's problematic. But man, I think about the way the Green Bay used Nick Collins as a center fielder, the archetype, of course, Earl Thomas with the ball to, or excuse me, with the, eventually with the Baltimore Ravens, but first certainly with the Seattle Seahawks, like that's the archetype of that player. Um, probably what the Packers thought they were getting in Ha Ha Clinton Dix, and it, it just didn't work out. So you have to have range, you have to have speed, and that's something we'll get into the cons with new, but I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold on that. Uh great size though, all of six two, two ten. Um, I think he had a core muscle repair in December uh, or a knee scope, something, something of that nature, like a minor surgery, not not a reconstruction. So I don't know that I've seen, and, and people can correct me on this, I don't know that I've seen an official measurement for for Tyler. Um, but I'll just tell you, I know people around the Minnesota, um, you know, program. He's, he's taller than six, one is basically what I've been told. So they list him at six, two, he is taller than six, one. Um, if he's actually six foot two, I don't know, but you know, he's, he's big, he's plenty big for a safety, not undersized at all, really prototypical size. Cause he's not too big. And you start worrying about, well, how oily are his hips? What can he do? What can't he do? Um, six, two, two, 10 is like, Bang, exactly what I'd like to see at safety, especially when you're matching up against some of these tight ends that are 6'5, 6'6, 270. Like you can't be tiny, you know, if you're in a jump ball situation. So, uh, and I shouldn't say that plenty of small safeties get the job done. Um, you know, Antoine Winfield Jr. being one of them for sure. But Tyler Newbin, prototypical size, quick trigger in the run game, does not hesitate. That, that, that really does, um, you know, we, it jumps out to me and especially like when I was scouting him early and thinking, you know, maybe green Bay still sticking with the Brandon Staley, like two high safeties that have to fill the alley defense. I thought Tyler Newman would have been great in that defense. Now it doesn't mean that he can't fill one of the two roles that I, you know, potentially see for him in Halfley's defense. But I just like when I was scouting him for, you know, being one of the two high safeties that like John Johnson, the third did for, for the Rams forever, when I was scouting him as one of those guys, like this guy can do it. He's he's decisive. Um, not that he gets cooked in play action because he doesn't obviously look at his passer ratings against, but he's decisive when he goes downhill and you know takes good angles. As I mentioned earlier, gets guys on the ground. Um, I I like Newbin as a run defender. Period. Uh, both in the tackling and you know the actual decision to make. Uh, you know, the decision that it is a run and I'm going, okay. It's, it's not play action. It's not drop back. It's run. I need to hit my gap and I need to hit it hard. And if the ball carrier happens to be in my gap, I'm making that tackle. I, I really think too, just instincts are, are important at the safety position, especially if you're looking for playmaking. Now green Bay, I think would take an Adrian Amos type where he's just like not a ton of playmaking, but just rock solid always, you know, and, and, and kind of what they got in him when they signed him in, in Goody's first major off season there. But he, he's, he's more than that, right? Because you see the ball production. He's more than that. Um, one thing that, that the Packers really struggled with, and, and I do blame a lot of this on Barry. I know I'm, tar- I'm hard on him, but I think that's going to be the most night and day thing with Halfley. The, the linebackers and the safeties in the nickel just could not pass anything off. The, the, the communication in the back end was so bad. Um, way more often than you should see on NFL tape, just guys wa- wandering by themselves down the middle of the field, um, just stuff that can't happen. Newbin understands route concepts. Okay, Newbin understands uh, where he needs to be to make a play on the ball. And I think Green Bay was going to improve in that department, like either way, because 
um, you know, with, with Barry and then moving to Halfley. And everybody knows how I felt about Joe. Great human being. I did not like the way he prepared his defense. The way you listen to some of these old D-backs, you go back and look at, you know, when he had talented defensive backs and were they even that talented at Ohio State? I mean, you look and see what ended up happening to Sean Wade and Damon Arnett and Jeff Okuda. Uh, he he, he might have been making some chicken chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. Um, and, 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 again, I mean, for Big Ten, they were probably very good players. But um, Halfley's a brilliant secondary coach. Richard Sermon has said it. You've, you've heard a number of guys talk about how smart he is coordinating the back end, making the game plan simple to understand. You don't really even need to make the game plan simple to understand for Newman. I think he's extremely bright. Like I've, I've never talked to the young man, um, but just hearing what I've heard from around the program and then watching him on film and how much he gets football, very impressed. Hey friends, everyone this time of year is trying to get their year started off on the right foot and I am certainly no different. Football season takes its toll on me, so now is the time for me to start eating healthier, getting more sleep, and getting the year started right. But eating healthy isn't always the easiest and it's far too time consuming to constantly run to the store or the butcher for healthy fresh cuts of meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for me. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meats and seafood delivered directly to your door on your schedule. Choose from over 70 high quality cuts of meat, including my favorite, 100% grass fed ribeyes. You guys have to see the marbling on these things. They are beyond delicious and they melt in your mouth. Add a little sea salt, a little black pepper, a little garlic powder. They are to die for. I know you're all busy and you're probably listening to this now running errands, mowing the lawn or driving your kids to soccer practice. And that's exactly why the ease of Good Chop is going to be so perfect for you. Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74 and they pride themselves on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. They're so confident in their quality of cuts that they offer a 100% money back guarantee. So go to goodchop.com slash packaday120 and use code packaday120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. That's code packaday120 at goodchop.com slash packaday120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash packaday120 with code packaday120. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet, do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, cons. 
I know this is, and, and I get a hard time for this, and I get it. I do. You know, I, I understand that, you know, measurables are not everything and, and that my scouting or even, you know, what I put out there on social media is super heavy on measurables. This is going to be a guy where I'm paying attention. Okay. I don't see a super athlete on film. And at the safety position, it's not 100% necessary. But if I don't think you can either absolutely wreck the game, you know, inside like a Derwin James and then play basically slot corner, rush a passer a little bit, um, you know, do some Jamal Adams stuff. Not that I, I mean, I don't love Jamal Adams as a player, but I mean, if you're not like involved in the box causing all sorts of chaos and you're not an elite free safety or an elite center fielder, single high guy, you're probably getting like a round two or a round three for me, even if you're really, really good at your job, just because of the value of the safety position being a little bit depressed and those cover one, the true cover one guys. So, so valuable. Um, so that testing has to be good enough for him to stay with a round two grade. I will say if I'm just not seeing what I'm not seeing on film, you know, if he runs a, a low four five and has elite change of direction, you know, it's a four, five, three, four, five, four elite change of direction, elite explosiveness. That's enough. Okay. If he runs in the four fours, probably got a first round grade. You know, even high four fours, he's gonna have a first round grade for me. I don't know how likely that is, but um, for him to just show that no, I am uh, you know, even an 85th percentile athlete or an 80th percentile athlete will not make a move at all. Tyler Newman comes back with an RAS above nine, he's probably gonna bump up into the 20s for me. That's that's how good of a football player he is. I need to know how good of an athlete he is. Um, click to close range doesn't look explosive on film like that. He, these are all kind of athletic limitations that are showing up on film. So whether he's either hesitating or he's not the athlete that I think he is, or, you know, the processing stuff, like, again, I, I want to stress, this is a guy I have a solid round two on when I pick guys apart, like, it's because not everybody's a perfect prospect. So um, some of that click to close stuff that can just be athleticism. And he does not appear to have Malik hooker range. He doesn't have, you know, Nick Collins range. A few people do. A few people do. If he did, he'd be, in my opinion, he'd be a top 15 prospect in this draft. Um, he, he's got to be a good enough athlete to play free safety. Okay. Like I said, 469, the massive, massive majority of what he did at Minnesota, at least in 2023, was from the free safety position. I would guess he views himself as a free safety, even though he tackles Plenty like a strong safety. I think he views himself as a free safety. If you were to ask him, you know, Green Bay is going to have a free safety and they're going to have kind of a box guy. Who are you? I think Tyler Newman would tell you, oh, I'm, I'm the free safety. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, I'm going to make plays. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break up passes. I'm going to, you know, give you six, seven interceptions a year. I'm going to be that guy. We well, better be a good enough athlete to be that guy. The other thing is uh, he turns 23 during training camp. His senior season was, in my opinion, easily his best season. Kind of a late bloomer. How much is there left? Does he have star potential? Now, not everybody you need to take, even in the second round, needs to be a star, okay? I would like a, anybody in the top 50 to sort of have like that as their 90th percentile outcome, right? Um, but if Tyler Newman is just like, hey, you know, uh, I'll have three years where I sort of miss out on the Pro Bowl and Packers fans will complain, but then I'll have eight other years that are just like, you know, whatever a 77 overall in Madden is to you, um, just a rock solid starter, you know, better than, you know, like Morgan Burnett, let's say Morgan Burnett, right. Um, better than Charlie Pepper above the Charlie Pepper line, Morgan Burnett, 
uh, is that Newbin's kind of ceiling is just like, I'm never going to be a pro bowler. I'm never going to be all pro, but I could be really damn good for 10 years. Is that a second round pick to me? Yeah. I mean, if you just said, Hey, um, you know, Newbin will never make a pro bowl, but he'll be a very good starter for 10 years. I would take him at 41 and not even, not even stress, uh, not even stress at all. Okay. Uh, the fit day one starter in Green Bay. They don't have anybody on the roster that I like more than Tyler Newbin, even um, Anthony Johnson Jr., who I was higher on than obviously when Green Bay took him, but um, certainly above Zane Anderson and above, you know, if they're going to bring back Darnell Savage, if they're going to bring back Jonathan Owens, are they going to bring back Rudy Ford? All those, you know, conversations. Newbin is a player I would rather have in a starting defensive role than any of those guys. Um, even if he ends up as a box safety, I think he can be kind of the Amos to. Uh, maybe they give Darnell Savage one run at being the free safety. Um, I've even seen some ideas about Keyshawn Nixon playing free safety. It's interesting-ish to me um, with some of his instincts and you know what he's able to do athletically. I've certainly seen, uh, I hope, my last snap of him as their preferred nickel. I'll, I'll just say that. Uh, but if he tests super well, guys, he can be more than that. If, if, if Like I said, if Newbin is a, a nine-plus RAS guy at the Combine, He's moving into my, my my top, you know, 25, 24. He'll be probably in my ranks ahead of where Green Bay, um, you know, has has a pick at, at, at pick 25. He'll be, I don't know, I have to look, but, you know, 21, 22 range, 19 range, something in that, you know, general area. Because the ball production is just not something that they have on the back end. He would immediately be probably the top playmaker, Um as far as getting his hands on the football, the first snap of his rookie season, he's that instinctive. As I mentioned, 13 picks, 13 pass breakups. That's, that's not common folks. It's not. Um, and he played college football. This is, some, this is a minor thing, but he played college football in an outdoor stadium in the big 10. You know, it's cold in Minneapolis and it's, it's cold at hunting bank stadium. He understands playing up here and green, green Bay's moving from Minneapolis to green Bay is not going to shock him. And I know that's a minor thing, but it's just something to understand when we're talking about the fit in green Bay uh, going from being a Golden Gopher to a Green Bay Packers is just not going to be that much of a transition. I think he'd you know, be pretty seamless there. All right. As far as my official grade, it's a high round two. Could easily jump, as I mentioned, to a round one grade with a good combine. With If he combine, though, could could drop to a round three. Just like if he's a, you know, not necessarily a disqualifying athlete, but if he's a very average athlete and, you know, does not have upside like that, you know, he could he could move into the, the, the 50s, 60s for me and, and and get a really high round three grade. But I don't think that's going to happen. I have zero problem with them taking him at pick 25, and I'm doing backflips if Green Bay gets Tyler Newbin um, at pick 41. He is my 34th ranked player overall, but very, very interested to see what he does in the NFL Combine and at his pro day. Folks, hope you enjoyed listening to this or watching this on YouTube. I must say there are ways you can help us out. First of all, Sign up for the pre-order of the Green Bay Draft Guide brought to you by Packer Report. There should be a link in this show description, whether you're on YouTube or whether you are uh, taking this in via your favorite podcast app with, by the way, a promo code of DAILY. D-A-I-L-Y is in the Daily Draft. Give you 10% off the best Packers draft guide there is. Um, Jacob Morley does a great job with Packer people, understanding kind of where the thresholds are uh, for Green Bay, what they do and don't like to take athletically. Um, and, and you look at, man, his like tier one fits when he when they check all the boxes and how much that narrows down the list and then how many guys the Packers have then taken after he's published that list. 
If you want to start getting knowledgeable about guys that might be Green Bay Packers, there's just nothing better than what he does. I pitch in a little bit. Uh, you'll get some of my expertise with the Green Bay Draft Guide as well. Uh, the other thing you can do is check us out at PackerReport.com. Um, if you were to become a VIP member, that would be tremendously meaningful for me. The first month is always a dollar. You just come check us out. Uh, we do a lot of free stuff over there, but there's some insider stuff, including uh, a really deep dive on Jeff Halfley that is, of course, behind um, the VIP paywall. And, and that is the number one way to support your boy and support uh, the rest of the folks at Packer Report. Finally, guys, like and subscribe. Everything that's going on here at the Pack-A-Day podcast. Have a great rest of your day and go Pack Go. 